Adventures of Dadland. Hello, my name is Colfax. Yo, I'm Gerbil. And uh, this is our podcast about raising kids in pandemics. Beautiful Denver, Colorado. We are. Uh, there's an S on the end of that now. Pandemics. Uh, I didn't mean to, but it's true. Like, it just doesn't seem to go away. This is the same one. It just keeps going. Keeps going back and forth. You know, I saw him. Dr. Fauci was on the news today. Oh, yeah. And he's like, if we. Uh, work really hard we can probably get this under control by next spring and it's like bro we heard that i'm not i'm certainly not an anti-masker or an anti-vaxxer but like if that guy could just maybe come out with some good news but maybe yeah maybe the news isn't good man people are stupid so (laughs) we keep on keeping on bro um you know maybe if he would just lie to us i guess that's not bad because that's half the country's accusing him lying anyway so maybe him lying to us and giving us a rosy outlook is not the way to go maybe maybe but lying could be good for a lot of things um that's a terrible transition <laughs> you so, um, dude? no it was a great one i was lying to you right there or now i'm lying right now to you i don't know oh my um gosh, yeah it's so lying all we, over the place we were having a conversation right before we got on this about uh lying to your kids when is it when I, is it appropriate? It's always appropriate, dude. And if you think otherwise, you're gonna just end up in constant peril. Here's the thing about for me, and then we will tell them why you why this whole thing came up. But um it's hard now because of the infra information age and kids are using laptops and they're using iPhones and they're using internet and they're all things, but like there has to be some guard of information, a firewall, if you will, of information between like the world and kids. Like you remember, you look back, even mine. I mean, we won't even talk about yours because yours are much smaller than mine are. Well, I mean, you know, I even filter information to my, my daughter is now just getting to the point where I feel like I have to filter less and less information from her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I mean, she's 11 going on 18, dude. You know what I mean? She's a quick yeah. one. But like with my son, there's still, I, we say it's lying. You're right. Like when we, when we say it, it's lying, but really it's, it's distilling information. Maybe it's not lying, but it's certainly hiding all the truth. You know what I mean? Because I think their minds are small and there's some things that they're just not ready for. We were watching, uh, is a far less example, but we were watching Iron Man <laughs> the other day, the first one, and Tony Stark gets kidnapped by some terrorists, and they like held him in like that ISIS pose where he's on his knees and he had his bag over his head and stuff, you know? Yeah. And my son's like, "That's really scary." I was like, "Ah, that's all pretend, bro. <laughs> that doesn't happen." Well, what am I gonna fucking tell him? You know? Hey, yeah. you're eight. Guess what? People kidnap people and cut off their heads on the internet. <laughs> I mean, you could. That's By the way, good one way. That's good night. One way to do adulting. Yeah. Good night. Like, <laughs> hope you have good dreams about that. Hope you don't have a, a constant complex of somebody snatching you from our house and beheading you at any point. You know what I mean? So, like, obviously, it, now am I lying to him? 
Yes. But it was the right thing to do. You're you're admitting yes. om- omitting truths, right? That's more so the no, no, it's a lie. I mean, I'm, listen, I told him that that type of stuff doesn't happen, which is not true. But like, is it justified? Like his head's not ready for that, dude. I listen. There's a lot of adults when that stuff first for, to go down that road. Like when that stuff first happened, there's a lot of adults that weren't equipped to deal with that happening. You know, no, they would certainly. pop up on social feed, and people were like, "Whoa," you know, like nobody yeah. was ready for that. Certainly not. An eight-year-old kid was not ready to see, was not ready to think that that could be a thing in the world. You know what I mean? I mean, and and even less than that, like people breaking into houses or something, right? Like it's you can't you can't let them live with that right out of the gate if they're thinking that. Yeah, that they will because they think. Listen, my son's scared of thunderstorms, and uh, I went and showed him. I was like, man, the chance of you getting hit by lightning is so astronomically small. I don't remember the exact numbers, but I quantified it with with like all the people in Denver, plus all the people in Colorado Springs. Out of all those people in their entire lives, one person's going to get hit by lightning. That's the odds. And I was like, so, you know, do with that with what you, what you want. Like, don't yeah. go climb a mountain and, and hold like a metal rod during a lightning storm. I tried to reason with him. I was like, even then you mitigate it even further. Like, don't go on top of a mountain, on top of a high building with a giant metal rod in the middle of a thunderstorm, and your chances are even lower of getting hit by lightning. Yeah. That line, I mean, yeah, his chance of getting hit by lightning is, is the same as anybody else's out there. But, yeah. like, it, it, like, he was scared of thunderstorms, and he thought about it all the time. And whenever it rained, he, he was looking at my app. So, you know, yes, we lied to him because we told him, like, there's zero chance. But, no, it's not a lie. They're just not yeah. ready. They're not ready for it. When I think it's it's partly because they just fixate on it, right? Like, so one of the things that I'm dealing with right now is my son deals with everything in this, such a final way. Like, does this happen every time? Is this something that's going to happen a hundred times? Will this happen infinity times? One of the one of his favorite numbers right now is Googleplex. He's like, is this a Googleplex of times that this will happen? And I'm like, no, we're talking about falling off the trampoline which is you know pretty likely for somebody to do but also it doesn't happen every day you know something like that yeah i mean is he scared of falling off the trampoline in this in this i wish he kind of was because he does all sorts of weird stuff like so we have the net on their trampoline right like you guys saw when you came over there's a net there but he loves climbing up bouncing a little bit and then running on the outside ring on the springs like with the uh you know, the padding or whatever. I'm sure. always thinking of just taking the padding off so he knows what he's stepping on because they probably they won't do it if it's just springs. See, now this is a good moment where you can say, like, hey, if you are afraid of falling off the trampoline for whatever reason, like you running around the outside of the trampoline, you have a much higher chance of falling off the trampoline than if you're inside the trampoline on the net. I tell like him the all the seat. time, but he doesn't think about that. He's like, but I have it. That that's the one that gets me. I didn't. Well, he will then. Hopefully, he doesn't kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you told me, like, in the past that you learn by doing all the time. And maybe you instilled that on your son, dude, you know? I hope I didn't. It's such a hard way to it's a hard way to live, man. (laughs) Having to having to feel that pain before you're like, maybe I shouldn't do this. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you need your maybe your wife needs to step in and be the sensible, like thought, like adventure mode regulator you know what i mean yeah, that's yeah. that's how we work my wife tends to be the more although it depends man with my son my wife's a lot better uh-huh but with my daughter it's fun because she's to an age now where we just kind of talk 
Yeah. Like, and she'll come to me and she's like, Hey, this, and I'm like, Oh, cool. Let's talk about that. So mm-hmm. we've actually evolved into a place where she can come talk to me about, you know, whatever the hell's going on, whatever mm-hmm. ails her, not everything. Um, but even then, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of a great example, you know, like when I got laid off my last, like my, my job was unsure. And I was like, how am I going to pay the bills? It's not something I shared with my kids. Is it lying? No, but like, do they need to worry about it? Maybe that's what it comes down to. Like, do you really want your kid to have to worry about something? Cause if not, you probably shouldn't tell them about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that leads a perfect intro to, where where we're at because my son you know we we just recently stopped him watching youtube especially by himself like we'll we'll sit down and watch it with him if it's something that he really feels like he wants to do which i think is a good balance Mm -hmm. because he used to just sit up in our room with our tv and watch like sometimes with the door closed which was weird but uh and i would always like break in be like what are you watching and of course he's watching ryan or something but um last night so I don't know how your kids are, but my kids, well, one of my kids, my son just rolls through question after question after question. And, you know, right before bed, like his thing is to just ask and ask and ask. And then he doesn't even listen to the answer. Sometimes he just is on to the next question. You know, he's delaying. So he doesn't have to go to bed. That's what he's doing. Absolutely. He's pl- okay. I, I'm just making sure. No, no. I, okay. yeah, I know. And okay. I let it go for a minute or two. I actually, I'm the one that kind of stomps it down really quickly. Mm. I'm like, no more questions. <laughs> totally. Yeah, man. I want control. I am the alpha male of this relationship. Go to bed. Yeah. And okay. it never really happens that way because he'll stop. He'll be thinking. He'll like nod off or something. And then all of a sudden he'll like snap awake and ask like three questions. And I'm like, no questions, you know? <laughs> so I just yeah. to keep stomping it down. I think eventually it will work. We'll see. Nope. But... <laughs> no, it won't work. You're gonna keep going in there. He's gonna keep asking questions. But, but go ahead. One, but. So last, so last night in particular, he was rolling through questions, and I thought to myself, I was like, okay, let me see if I could just actually have a discussion about what he's worried about or thinking about or whatever. Like, because mm-hmm. I keep trying to bash down, and it doesn't, it doesn't seem to work that well. He still stays up for half an hour, you know. So then we're we're rolling through a couple questions, and and then I just say out of the blue, I'm like, you know, you should be a scientist when you grow up because how great would it be that you ask a question and then you either know the answer or you go and find the answer? Sure. Because then you know you don't need me to tell you. You could just if you have a question, figure it out. Mm. You'll have all the resources ahead of you and everything, mm. which led this really weird path of questions of like, you know, what kind of scientist and, you know, where should I go? And what are, you know, like, he's really kind of thinking about his future, which I want to encourage. So, because he's been so anti-school, he just doesn't want to like, part of the reason he wants to stay up late is because then he can sleep through and try to sleep through school Mm -hmm. the next day. And I don't let that happen either. I had to threaten the, if you don't get up and get your jammies off and into clothes and brush your teeth, I'm just literally going to pick you up and then drop you off and you'll have no shoes or anything. Nice. <laughs> and then he's like begrudgingly put all his stuff on. Anyway, I, I derailed myself, but he started asking these questions about, you know, what sci- what type of scientist, what, you know, how he'll feel better about it and all this stuff. And then we ended on him wanting to know the power of words because uh, he's been thinking about, the F word a lot. He's like, I just want to think about it. I want to say it. I want to do all these things. And then I was like, well, you know, it's interesting that you do that because 
there's a whole group of people that focus on, you know, the dictionary. They'll write down words, they'll research it, they'll do all different versions, they'll do all this, and then you can know the power of words. And then he started asking more about that. And then I smiled or something because I was just, you know, curious to see where his head was going to go. And then he was like, you looked like a psycho ready to kill me there. And I was like, mm. what? <laughs> I threw my hands up in the air. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, like in uh, Minecraft, when somebody smiles all weird and then they open their eyes and then they're ready to kill you. And I was like, what? And then he started going down questions of like death and why do people kill each other? And it was really hard to get him to sleep last night is the end of that story. But, you know, because I already told him about death, you know, whatever, how many episodes ago, now it's like ever present. And then the slightest little question or, or thought will all of a sudden drive directly to that because it's just, it's hard for people to comprehend. So no matter what he does, if you're like, Hey man, let's get some ice cream today. He's like, that's cool. What if I die from ice cream? Like everything relates back to dude, death for him. Everything dude, everything. Uh, it, we just bought them a bunk bed so that they'll share rooms because we were tired of them being possessive of their room. Mm -hmm. You know, we tried taking the door off and that didn't really work. So we got them a bunk bed and it's like this little kid's bed from Ikea. So I feel really, you know, if you don't know me, then I'm a bigger guy, but I feel really uh, suspect of how sturdy that thing is with me on top. So I don't lay in bed with him to get him to sleep. And he's like, well, if you lay up here with me, will the bed crash down and kill Bethy? Like, would she die from it? Oh <laughs> and God, then dude. like, and then like, what if you drink too much water? Do you die from too much water? What if you eat too much? Do you die from eating too much? Like everything, dude, everything will slip into a conversation about death at some point. And then, and then that's the finality, right? It's like forever. You're dead forever. Uh, do you have a broken bone forever? A hundred days, a Googleplex of days? Like, it's just this conversation constantly. It's, about I mean, just you saying that puts me like an incredible amount of stress just listening to you say that. <laughs> man, I don't know. I don't know how you get out of that wormhole, man. Maybe you, I listen. I opened I, up that door and I stepped You right did. Through, and now he wants to talk about death all the time. Maybe you just stopped talking about it. I don't know the answer to that, dude. I really don't know how to, I mean, I never, I don't know how you, that may be a wife question. I don't know how you would do that, but you got to get him off that. You got to have him stop walking around talking about death all the time. Cause that's well, no fun. Obviously he's dealing with it. And then I'm wondering like, if he's asking questions like that with me, like, is he bringing that up with his classmates? Am I the parent that ruined like all of the first grade classmates? Because now he's going to go talk about falling off the slide and then dying or breaking a bone or something. No, hopefully the other parents, listen, I've had that situation where like a kid will talk about something to your kid. That's inappropriate. And the kid comes home mm -hmm. and they're like, Hey, guess what? Guess what? Old John told me on the, on the playground today. And I'm like, oh, really? John is stupid and you shouldn't hang out with him. That's how I deal with it. I'm like, that guy's <laughs> nonsense. I'm like, is that an adult that told you that? And they're like, no, it's a little kid. And I'm like, well, he's he's he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then I oh, said, dude, yeah, um, I don't know how you fix that, dude. I mean, you got to get him fixated on something else, like get him a puzzle or something. I don't know, man. I don't so, really know. You know what we did yesterday? And it was a nice little respite from death is um we found a microscope that we bought for five bucks. Oh, a respite from death, incidentally. I want you to know that you just used those words that you needed to have an activity to have a respite from death. Go on about your microscope. <laughs> on. So we found we we found a microscope that we bought at like the Goodwill or something for five bucks, which we didn't think actually worked. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the kids saw it. So it's like, oh my God, you want to look through there? It's so cool. So then, you know, we set it up and we did like sand and leaves. And then we started pulling out our hair and putting hair in there and then looking at it. And dude, it was a great, it was like an hour of just talking about how cool it was. And also my daughter was so cute. She just could not get the fact that you had to look through where the, you know, the light comes through on the microscope. She kept like bonking her nose on the, on the, you know, I don't even know what the, the, the front end of that is, what what it's called, but the eyepiece or whatever. That's great, dude. More things like that. That's what you're going to have to do. If I need to buy a science lab so we don't talk about death, I mean, I guess that's what it is. You got to be really careful. What's on your T-shirt? Um, Gears of War. You think your son's going to see that angry skeleton? Yep. And think about death? Maybe. You're going to have to sterilize your whole life, dude. Your life is going to have to be like an episode of the Teletubbies. Like It's a giant oh. green field. With happy, fluffy characters walking around. I really don't know how to fix that. I wish I did, man. Um, we will continue trying to figure out how to get Gerbil out of this hole he dug. And uh, we will grab those shovels. And we'll do that coming up next. So in this place right here, there might be an ad. I don't know what happens right here. It's where the platform we're using for our podcast may insert something. So we thought we'd insert something. And that is all about our friend Carl. He uh, utilized the function we have with uh, Anchor, which is the platform we're doing it, to leave a voicemail for us. So we're going to listen to Carl's voicemails and react to them right now. If you want to do it, go to our page. I've got it linked in my Twitter bio. I'm sure that Gerbil's got the same thing. And you can leave a message, and then we'll have a segment like this, and we'll play your messages. How do you feel about that? I feel great. All right, here's the first one. This this is the first one. Hey, guys. It's your buddy Carl, just out slinging beer. Okay. Uh, just catching up on the podcast, uh, solid stuff. Colfax, you're not wrong. I'm glad you had a good time in your Southwest trip. It's a nice part of the country. Mm. Oh, uh, nice. No, you're not wrong, man. I think uh, the COVID has brought a lot of uh, a lot of reevaluation uh, to people. And one of the things that seems to be the most obvious is that it's no longer the meritocracy that it used to be. You know, it's no, it's more about if you work hard these days and try your hardest, uh, your boss will be successful and live all of his dreams out not necessarily you. And I think that that has been brought to the forefront for most. So no, mm. dude, you're not wrong. So the, anyway, um, that's all I got for you guys. And, uh, but yeah, life's too short to be miserable, man. So if you're not reevaluating things and you're sad and you're unhappy and stuff, you, you, you gotta, you gotta make some changes. So, all right. Peace out guys. Great job. That's a good point from dude. Carl. Yeah. About uh, the episode that's going on right now, in fact, we're talking about the kids, also about former episodes. That was from I Took a Vacation Through the Southwest, and we talked about working from home so hard, and is it really helping you, or are you just helping your boss? Look at Carl. Okay, we got another one from Carl. <laughs> this <laughs> is fun. for today. It's a yeah, pe- people should leave voice messages. We can make a whole podcast just about people leaving messages. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, here comes, here comes part two. And I don't know, we don't know when, is this more recent? This one's more recent. This was just recent. Like okay. we 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 got the other one like a month right ago. You got back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay, man. First off, don't play that clip. Second off, happy birthday, Jerbs. Sorry, I missed it. Third, congratulations on starting a new gig and breaking out on your own. Oh, super. Yeah, dog. Colfax, you know I love you, so just hang in there, buddy. Let's go. Um, and the only thing I'm going to share after the podcast is. I've developed a new uh, 
a new version of the eighty twenty of the old eighty twenty rule. And oh, I like it. it is, if it's pretty low bar, but essentially, <laughs> if you are a nice person at least eighty percent of the time, um, and you're an asshole only twenty percent of the time, if we could just get everybody to hold themselves to that rule, the accountability element, I think we would all be better off. And like, and so the new rule is, uh, you know, eighty percent nice is allowable for 20% asshole um, and everybody just more like Dolly Parton. I'll let you guys discuss. Love you both. Peace out. Let's go. Yeah, dude, that's great. I love that 80-20 rule. Maybe he should have his own podcast because that's great. Um, yeah, you can leave a message just like that on our page and then we will talk about it just like this. Dude, so go do it. It is. All right, back to kids and death and everything else. Adventures in Dadland. So you've opened the Pandora's box. Yep. And you can't close it. It's done. I don't yeah, know how to do that. Pride open in the yeah, game. bro. I mean, maybe you get it. Hopefully, school off. gets excited. I don't know. I mean, does he equate Minecraft with death? He, that was the thing, dude. Like the the weird smile I did was on one of those YouTube videos about like Minecraft dude, psycho. You, you got well. No, the problem's not Minecraft. Then it's YouTube, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and then that's why did, we started. You did the right thing. The no YouTube thing without us. Yeah, there. dude, you got to get him off that man. I didn't think about that. You know, I found that like when my son was super small, we let him watch YouTube because we thought it was cool. Yeah. He he found this. Uh, he found this. There's going to be a good lesson at the end of this, but he found these videos where they cut things open to show us inside. Hmm. The what's inside guys, I think they're called. Huh. Anyway, there is a period of Sully's life, and I don't know how old he was in comparison to your kids, but he would walk around. He's all like, what's inside? It was pretty funny. He's all, what's inside? But then he was like cutting things open, like toys, like the remote control, like he would break things because he saw these idiots on YouTube do it. And he's all like, what's inside? And then he would look to see what was inside. That's hilarious. the good thing is, yeah, we stopped him from watching that immediately. <laughs> and then... Like it passed, and that's what I'm hoping happens with this. That's one thing I found the kids. Kids are pretty freaking resilient, man, oh, and yeah. like things will pass. You know, like like it will just he will find something else to grind on, and then it'll be fine, dude. Like it will pass, and then five years around, you can be like, hey, remember when he was obsessed with somebody killing him from Minecraft? And you can be like, ha, and then hopefully that's what happens, dude. I mean, that's the best solution I have. Find some other stuff for him to get into, so that his head isn't always like going to that place. But I don't yeah. know, bro. I don't know. You know, like. I don't know. I it's I, tough. I wish I had the answer for you, man. I wish I had that thing. I, I don't think, you know, I think you have to work through it. Kids and fears are weird things, man. You know what I mean? Like my son doesn't want to talk about his fears. He was scared of thunderstorms. I think he's having dreams of me and my wife dying, but he won't really out it. He's like, I had a terrible dream last night. And I'm like, what's it about? He's like, I don't know. Mm. And then my wife will get it out of him that he was, he, you know, it was you and daddy. And I yeah. kind of put two and two together, but I always tell him, I'm like, man, I'm too stubborn. Like, you're stuck with me forever. And he's always <laughs> like, dang. And I'm like, I'm going to be old. And I'm going to come with you wherever you go to college. Like, I'm going to come live in your dorm. Like, I'm not going anywhere, homie. I always tell him that. I, it, I don't hilarious. think it helps. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, you're, I'm here forever. 
forever. I'm here for you. Um, but you're just trying to get him off that 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 thought train. And I think you did the right thing by maybe not letting him watch YouTube anymore. I think more, the more and more we do this, the more we realize, like, the, if we go back and listen to the last 50 episodes, uh-huh. I bet you we find the root of evil is YouTube. Is YouTube on like 40 episodes? I don't Dude, think the, I don't think it's great for kids, man. Well, for any age, it's, it's half because of the algorithm to show ads. Because what it does is it shows you the next video almost immediately, and the kids will walk around like they used to walk around with you know YouTube, and then it was just always rolling, whether it was on the phone or on TV, and it's because they want to get more ad revenue out of it. Which is funny because one thing that I did notice is that specific ads that play all the time, right, mm-hmm. will get stuck in the kids' heads and they'll be singing the song. One time, it was like a week or two ago, my wife and I were eating dinner at the table and, you know, Malcolm was singing something. And then I was like, wait a minute, what is he singing the Liberty song? Like the, the jingle for Liberty off... <laughs> He was. Yeah. he was just swinging on his rope, singing it over and over and yeah. over. And it made me think, you know, <laughs> TV advertising might work, but YouTube advertising will really work. Weird, <laughs> weird that you would, weird where you <laughs> equated. You're like that form of advertising really works. It's poisoned my son's mind it's, with a jingle, but it's really the effective way of getting penetration out there. Although it's what? the same thing. I connected with it. That's the thing is I, I had to think about it for a second because I you know I try to skip ads all the time because I'm in the business, so I'm I'm just like I'll hear it and then I, I move on. But then because he was singing it and I was like trying to figure out what he was singing. It just plugged right in, and then I started thinking about it. Will I buy their service? Probably not. Mm, it's too much, man. Yeah, the more and more we go, the less and less connected I want my kids to be. My daughter asked me about, like, so she's been doing these drawing things. Really good, right? Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, but I'm like, you're done with this YouTube trash. <laughs> like, you're done. It's garbage. Nothing good is coming out of this, dude. Like, none of yeah. this is good. My son, I'm like, you got to get out of this. Like, we're we're going the same way. Like, I'm I'm not. It's not even like a punishment. It's just like I'm like, it's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. Like you sitting down with the iPad in my room because that's what they would do for like four hours on a Saturday, just watching things. It, the activity's now done. Yeah. It's not a punishment. It's not like a temporary thing. It's just not not part of the equation anymore. Like that's where we've gotten where I'm like, you can't even do it anymore. I don't mm-hmm. want you to do it. Like they can play Minecraft. My daughter plays with her friends. They have a little Google chat where they, they meet and they, they have a little world where they're making creative stuff. And my son plays with his buddy and they blow things up with TNT. And that's it. Like, I don't want them. I don't want them down that road anymore. You know what mm. I mean? Like the world's too wacky and I just, it's just not cool anymore. Like I, it's sad that like between like people making stupid videos that mess with kids' heads and COVID deniers, like we've had this great gift of the internet over the last like 25, 30 years and we've ruined it really. Like yeah. we've ruined it, you know, like Instagram models giving little girls bad self image of bodies, like people denying themselves medication that will stop a pandemic, you know, kids learning about death on YouTube. You know, how, you like how I put your son's situation equal with uh, COVID-19, um, yes. but like, 
I mean, the list goes on, dude. Toxicity on Xbox Live when people are screaming about each other. I know when I played Halo 2, I just talked about people's moms, and now it's, like, way more advanced in there. People are really rude, you know? Like, like we've just uh, taken it and taken it to a level that sucks. Mm-hmm. It's true. Except for podcasts, which are awesome. Go ahead. I was just about to say, dude, podcast is the it's the OG. It's sitting around a fireplace and telling stories and people listening in. You know, one of my wife's favorite uh, podcasts is doing a live episode. (laughs) Maybe it's this weekend. It's pretty interesting, dude. They uh, sold tickets for it online. They're going to do a live podcast, like a half hour about one theme. And you bought tickets for it. And you can watch the live podcast. And my wife's like, isn't that innovative? And I'm like, no, that's like every weekend on public radio where they have these half hour shows that are all specialized. Live oh podcast God. is called radio. Like it's been around <laughs> for 170 years, man. Like, Dude, but they repackaged it. They added uh, podcasts in there and live and boom, it's, it is a new like, product, bro. Yeah. I have somebody. It's funny. I have somebody that's like a radio guy. And he's like, yeah, we're trying to get in the podcast. And I'm like, you already do this. They're like, what? And I'm like, you do a show and then it's recorded, and then the recording of that show is on the internet. Congratulations, you just podcasted. And they're like, the podcast is it. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to think. Like the interval podcast. It's like radio without a transmitter. It's awesome. Or or maybe it is. It's like radio after the transmitter. Like it, it, I, it's funny that people are all hip to it. You know, and YouTube is the same thing. It's just videos, man. It, it sucks that it turned into this monetization freak because really it should be about people making things and then people seeing other people do things. Yeah, the DIY, man. That's that's what drives me. Like doing workouts or you know, learning how to fix a computer or you know, doing learning how to play a game better dude i have i have blueprint on the other on my other channel that i'm gonna press play on here in a second but blueprint what's blueprint he's just a guy on rust so you watch has has watching blueprint made you better at rust i don't know i don't play rust anymore hmm. that's an age thing i found that i watched maybe that'd be a topic for another episode but like at some point we run out of time and we end up watching more video games than we actually play, which is a horrible place. It is. Dude. We- Mentally, it's killing me. All right. Well, we're going to go make some time and play some video games, hopefully before yes. 10 on a weeknight. Um, <laughs> you can subscribe to the podcast in all sorts of myriad of ways. Do it in the player that you're doing it, or you can check out our anchor page and do it that way. There's You can do it in any way you want. That's totally fine. Um, follow me on all the things. It's at Hey Colfax. Follow me, Gerbil G three R B I L, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 you know maybe beyond video games, it's a culture of people are now not doing things, but they're consuming things, and that's a problem. And maybe we'll talk about that instead of going out and doing things or watching somebody else do it on YouTube. Pay, instead of playing video games, they're watching somebody do it on Twitch. Maybe if we got the kids, maybe if you got your kid out doing stuff instead of consuming stuff, although I think you're pretty good about that already, but maybe if we cut off this consumption and make them do more things, it would start balancing it out. Now I sound like one of those dads who's like, back in the day, we didn't wear seatbelts and we were fine. And I don't want to do that. We'll construct some. I ran out the door at 5 a.m. and you didn't see me past 10 p.m. What's that accent? I don't know. Is that an old guy accent? I like it. It has like a southern twang to it, like an old guy from Kentucky. We'll talk about Gerbil's great accent ability and uh, consumption coming up next episode. It's Adventures in Deadland.
Yeah, Adventures in Dadland. Yeah.